The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. <laughs> yes, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and all the ships at sea. This is Dave, host of the Boston Podcast, Boston, Greater Boston's only Monday through Friday daily podcast, even though I take a day off here or there. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. I really like bragging about having a daily podcast. Few people do. Uh, this is the podcast where you learn how to prosper in your city, enjoy your city, love your city. And I've got two people here that love their city and love what they do, and they love podcasting, and they're awesome. And I wish I had the um, uh, tape rolling before we started recording, because we were talking about some really interesting stuff. That's where the best stuff stuff happens. (laughs) Laura DeVoe and Beth Grampetro, my good friends. And if you're a fan of all that we do here at the Boston Podcast Network, you might recognize their names as the hosts of Twin XL, the college, but do we call it the college planning process, uh, pod- podcast? The what do we call it? podcast for parenting through the college years. That's right. Parenting through the college years. Yes. We have nothing to do with getting your child into college. <laughs> yes. That so is on you, your That child. is on your child. And you hear that, Aunt Becky? Yes. Go do <laughs> your worst. was in town the other day? Oh, was did she, she really? have to go to court again? They, she had to go to court again. Was she in an orange jumpsuit? No. It, and I, that would really be, the perp walk is what I'm waiting on. But, oh. but <laughs> that, that's really what I'm waiting on. Oh. No, but she was there with her Massimo husband. Oh, yes. her, mm-hmm. her husband, who's a fashion designer. Yes, and they were told something about their attorney was getting them in trouble, but I, you, Dave, you should go back and look. But I will, but, I will. But he, she wasn't. She him. might make, She's, yeah. I've, I've, I just, I've called her Aunt Becky so many times I've forgotten the actress's name. What's Laurie Laughlin. Oh, Laurie Laughlin, right. <laughs> she she would be the type that would be near the top of people that you would fantasize about seeing the perp walk about, yes, right? Because yes. she's she's always prim and proper and always yeah. just so. No, I, I mean, want to tra- see her her ankles and shackles. <laughs> oh, well, and walking. She through. hasn't. I'm saving that the clip. Issue is that, <laughs> the issue is that she has not conducted herself no. since since the story broke with any modicum of shame, right, or dignity. And I think that that <laughs> is frustrating to many that there has never been a moment of like I did a wrong thing. I know. Whereas I've, Felicity I've Huffman. I've felt more guilt about gluten than this woman has felt about <laughs> yeah. lying and getting her kid into school. That and really is very awkward. Yeah. No, Beth, that really is a great lesson in life to, to draw a tortured baseball comparison. It's like that. The, the, <laughs> no, the, the, the Yankees pitcher, Andy Pettit, got busted for steroids, immediately yep. went, called a press conference, said, I screwed up. I'm really sorry. Yep. I was coming back from an injury, but you know what? My bad. Really, my bad. And he's a hero in New York. And then Mark McGuire and Roger Clemens stammer, mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah. I think you misremembered, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and they're it, considered idiots. And yep. so, your yeah, fault, guys. There's nothing worse than a faux apology. Right. Ooh. Um, I like Which that I word. did not make that up, but... You didn't? Yeah. No. Um, but we all know what a faux apology yes, is. Yes, we do. Yeah, Usually, isn't that, I'm sorry if you were offended. I'm sorry if you yeah, were no, offended. Please. You yeah. must be misremembering. Right, yeah. you must be too sensitive. So that's not... How not to apologize... Right. So take notes, Aunt Becky. <laughs> with, 
So with the the queens of counseling the parents of college <laughs> here <laughs> in the studio, we're going to talk about a lot. It, it, it is my perfect. Tiara. It's perfect timing mm-hmm. for uh, move-in week here, or as you guys just told me, it's called it in in these areas, Alston Christmas. Alston which is, Christmas, which is really yeah. great. It's you <laughs> if, could call it Alston Mardi Gras. If, I guess, if you or, are anywhere near. The Boston metropolitan area. Well, specifically yeah. downtown Boston. Get Alston, out. Brighton <laughs> yeah. on the September the 1st weekend. Get the F Head out of the hills. town. I mean, it Head is for the horrendous. And pro tip, do not pick up anything on the sidewalk that happens to be upholstered. Because <laughs> that, that's what they're throwing out? That's what they're throwing yeah. away. And it's invariably will be riddled with... Bed, bed bugs or some other and also kind of possibly nastiness. Brett Stevens or Brett Stevens of the New York oh Times. Oh my God, please! Who is also a bed bug? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah. Do we have time today? No, <laughs> no, no. I just I, I, I encourage your listeners to Google Brett Stevens with a ph and bed bug, and they will ooh. find out what yeah. we're talking about. Shout out to the provost at George Washington University for yeah. calling him out. So that's all we'll say. Okay. Go back and look. <laughs> yeah, it's a little story. early for it's bed bug talk. It's a little too talk. early for bed bug um, talk. We're going to get to all this college stuff. Um, there's some there's some cool like uh, shenanigans about move-in week that Beth is going to share with us, which that's a <laughs> teaser. Uh, some other stuff about, uh, I mean, you guys, I think, would owe pa- uh, some advice yep. to parents who are my pathetic friends on Facebook who are all sobbing about being oh. empty nesters and my That's kids okay. away and pray for me. <laughs> yeah. My little Sheila is yeah. is off at um, <laughs> our kids today. Ohio named Sheila. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's definitely, like, there's, definitely there's more exotic names. Now. Right. Before we and also we're going to play a game where we look at clips of movies depicting college moments and see how true I'm to really life they are or it. just kind of so ready. <laughs> Or just so gotta, I'll give so you a hint. They aren't any. These aren't uh, high intellectual, like high culture movies. For me. Let's just say one of them's animated, and one Ooh. of them stars a very young John Cusack. Oh, I and, love uh, him! Yeah. Great. <laughs> so before we get to all that, I just need to briefly tell you about our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com/careers. U.S. Postal Service deliver for the nation. I also want to thank our friends at Adori, our supporting host of this podcast and all the podcasts on Pod Six One Seven. Download the Adori app. That's A D O R I. It's an anagram for radio. Isn't that cool? That is oh, because it records. By the way, I have. You by the way, I have. That's a good clip thanks to shout out to my show. good friend Kardik, who is who is the heart and soul of Adori, and he's a, a brilliant dude. Happens to live in India, so I'm always calling him at what I don't realize is 4:30 a.m. <laughs> his stuff. I'll get a text like, "Dave, you called me at 4:30. Is everything okay?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, it was. You know, it was. It was. It was 1:30 p.m. over here. My time. Um, yeah. By the way, I have some good news and bad news. I have a Dory T-shirt for you here. Ooh. The bad news is the small size I have is XL. Which oh, is, that's um, all right. It's a T-shirt. It's from on brand. It's uh, on brand. All right. All right. <laughs> so and can I give a, a little shout out to the U.S. Postal Service? As oh, yeah. It relates hey, directly to our podcast. Yeah, please. That is the best way to get mail to your kids. Oh, okay. People oh, wow. spend a shit ton of money on UPS and FedEx, yeah. and all, which are great. Yeah. But I will tell you this, dollars to donuts, now, regardless of the institution of higher education you send your kid to, send it by U.S. mail yeah. because they have the best relationship with the U.S. Postal Service. Oh, cool. Okay. And if you send it with some other cockamamie uh, company, and they also outsource. A fly-by-night, a literally fly-by-night well, operation? They outsource to other other smaller purveyors. Oh, and see, then I you didn't lose know that. track of it. Yeah. And 
U.S. Postal Service is the best way to get stuff to your kid. Hey, shout out USPS. That, that, that's one's, right. that one's for free. That yeah. one's for free. So, so thank a little you. free plug. And if right. they want to sponsor our podcast, we'd be happy to do that as well. <laughs> and good segue there because I didn't properly, I didn't yes. properly give it its due. The, the podcast is Twin XL, and you'll find it. You can go to uh, Pod 6. You can listen as you normally would on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or Spotify or Stitcher, or you go to pod617.com backslash Twin XL. That's Twin and then the letters XL, and you'll see. All kinds of cool stuff, including I'll bring it around to our friends at Adori, where if you download that Adori app and listen to a podcast, it's a very easy-to-use app, and no offense, Apple Podcasts, it's a little easier than yours. It's mm. user-friendly. And the cool thing is, is if it's one of their interactive podcasts, which the most recent episode of Twin XL certainly is, it comes to life with all kinds of images and stuff and links, and we're going to do all kinds of cool stuff in the future. So, Adori, thank you, guys. And... Um, Twin XL, check it out. Uh, seven episodes in, mm-hmm. and this is kind of like the relaunch because you guys did a cool. Um, you guys, you guys were one of our few, few binge podcast producers, which is yeah. you allowed the people to binge, yep. and you dropped the, the, those first six, and yep. the nation was tantalized. <laughs> right? People, people have been waiting yes. with bated breath, literally yes. for episode seven, which I, finally happened this finally week. Finally happened. <laughs> I yes. posted it out on a Facebook group of people who work in higher education. Hey, Lynn, you know the last episode came out today. And I got an immediate response from someone saying, thank God, I have been waiting for this. This is my favorite podcast. I'm like, who are you? I like you. You know, so that was great. So, and it's past muster. I think one of the good things about the podcast is not only have parents who are our, our target audience, people who work in higher education have said flat out, this is awesome. This is exactly what we're looking for. Um, to give to our parents to listen to. And you you had someone post it from one of the local colleges. Yes, you saw one of it. the yep. local colleges has a group for its employees who are parents, mm-hmm. and Twin XL got a shout-out in How that about group. That? Yeah. So How they about recommended that? it to their employees who have kids yeah. as well, which is really cool. Yeah. Now, in the future, will you have... Could you have representatives of schools on the podcast? Oh, God, yeah. Would you welcome that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that would be really great. It's too bad Boston's not a big college town. I know. We have (laughs) to really got to fly them all in. Um, That's going to really heighten the the budget for the podcast. But um, (laughs) but the the good news is, even in the ones we've we've now put a few more in the can, we've got upcoming episodes about uh, working with your kid with disabilities. We've got upcoming podcasts about working with your queer kid. Every, you know, we've got a bunch of outside folks uh, who are working in those areas who are really functional experts as far as that's concerned. So yes, uh, we are absolutely open. And if you're, if you are a college administrator or if you're a listener, it's like, you know what, I really would like to see an episode on whatever the case may be. Right. Um, l- let us know. Um, you can actually email us at twinxlpod.com. Uh, what's our email address? You know this stuff. I can't even remember anymore. I have too many email addresses. I'm going to say this right now. I'm 52 years old, and I I should only have to remember two email addresses, and I need to, at this point in my life, remember five, and I can't. Okay. Oh, it's even worse with the login and password. Oh, like, please. Like, the whole, the, the world of, of le- remembering your own password, it's like a game show. Right. You well, know? you're right. Um, it's it Twin XL Pod you beat at, me at Gmail. Gmail. I was yes. calling it up, too. Yes. I'm sorry. I stepped on that. Uh, That's yeah, okay. Twin Twin XL, and as in the letters XL, Twin XL pod. And I know it works because You've it just, oh, no, no, because it just opened a um, browser I cl- window. Yeah, I clicked. <laughs> no, 
I clicked on the email us tab on yeah. your webpage okay. on Pod Six One Seven, and and it just made that mail, mail notification. Well, thing, and that's the I best way to do it is go through the website because mm-hmm. then you see all the past episodes. So if you haven't binged it, you can. And I think one of the nice things too, and this is just me saying, this is part of the reason we designed it this way, the it's not like a a hot news kind of uh, pod. Where after a week it's stale. This right. is stuff you can come back to, um, even if you've listened to it. You say, "Oh my god, I remember now." They did talk about what to do about my kids having a tough time. We had one in our first six uh, mm-hmm. that was about mental toughness and grit, and that one I've heard really great uh, feedback on that particular pat- podcast because that is where um, you know already we're this is the first six weeks it's very important uh the first the, the podcast we put out uh this week is called the first six weeks right of college and, right. of college mm-hmm. and the first six weeks are are a pivotal time for kids in terms of their uh successful transition um and you know i'm on a, a bunch of group threads um on text messages and dms on twitter and stuff like that with people who are uh, higher education professionals and Immediately, there's already schools back in back in session, and already it's what are you doing about mental health? What are you doing about mm-hmm. mental health? I'm mm. like, we're not even five minutes in, yeah. yeah. And the and the things we we've already had this many students having to go to uh, emergency uh, care or whatever the case may be. So th- it's very relevant. And those, so yeah. yeah, those first six weeks. I don't know if you guys. I still have vivid memories. And Laura, you and I are the same age. Yeah. I have vivid memories of that for. It was the fir- it was the only time in my life I think I've ever been homesick. Yeah. I probably I probably told you guys this story before, but like the <clears throat> after about ten days or so, um, I had something stolen from me from my dorm room. My dad had bought me one of those corduroy hats. You remember when for about Ooh, fifteen minutes in the eighties, corduroy baseball hats were in fashion. <laughs> yes. I have no idea why. Like my head's cold. Like, because you've never wanted your temples to sweat so much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was a and it was the worst hat ever. It was a bright red University oh, of no. Pen- Pennsylvania hat. And yet my dad had bought it for me at the bookstore when they dropped me off and I had it in my room and it disappeared. And I, to this day, I have no idea who stole it. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Uh, pardon my French. <laughs> um, right. Laura's uh, daughter, my Sophia, daughter, is, is, is in the studio. She's, be, she's very well-behaved. Yes, yeah, she right? is. Yes. She's, yes. she's riveted My on son's iPad, here so. as well. He's out, he's out there uh, watching YouTube videos in, the, in, the lounge. in our green she's room. In the lounge. Yes. <laughs> um, but, but so, and I, I remember crying that night. And, and it wasn't that, it, you know, the hat was like symbolic of I was at a place where I just couldn't trust anybody. Yeah. You know, it felt yeah. weird and yeah. new. And but can I say something? Go ahead. Oh, that so, yeah. It is okay to feel homesickness. Right. And I will say that for parents now, that kind of setback. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, having something stolen from you sucks. You don't want that. That's, yeah. that's a shitty feeling. Um, but at the same extent, that feeling of uneasiness and that feeling of trying to find your way and that feeling of trying to build a level of trust is actually something these kids need to do. It's part of the whole it's thing. It's part right? of the whole yeah. thing. And yeah. that's why, you know, we are so connected with people um, back home, either through, uh, well, it's all through technology. And there is a real problem now of people cutting off from what was previous and moving on to what is new um, because of technology. Mm. And I'm not saying, you know, just cut everybody out you're dead to them whatever that's not that's not effective either but it's but by not moving on to your next place in life 
mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of development that does not happen. And um, so that's some of the stuff we talk about in the first uh, in the in the last episode that just dropped. So um, I encourage people to really listen. And if you have a friend uh, who has sent their kid off to school and you're not in that boat yet, it's great to as a referral. We like that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to allow you to keep plugging your podcast. We but, are going to do that. But every time you do it, I'm hitting the bell. So no. just it's good. It, it, it will continue to happen. Um, so. Uh, before we get to uh, some of the funny stuff that Beth has, and I promise you that movie clip thing, it's all coming up, folks. Don't worry. But I do need to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com slash careers. From mail carriers to corporate management, the USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of its service, and the USPS wants to develop and advance careers, so its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas, everything you need to know is at usps.com slash careers. What more do you need to know? Laura DeVos says if you're sending something to your kid at <laughs> college, don't use UPS or any of those other silly things. Use the U.S. Postal Service. And by the way, it's the policy of the Postal Service to provide equal employment opportunity and prevent employment discrimination. So, you know, that's good. The Postal Service seeks to attract and retain a diverse workforce. Ah, that's like 30 times in a row I haven't made it through the live read without flubbing part of it, and my streak continues. Thank you. All right. Thank. No, really. It's okay. I'm, I'm not. I shouldn't be proud of it. The Postal Service, as I said, retains a diverse workforce in which employees respect and value each other's differences and work to promote collaboration, flexibility, and fairness so that all employees are able to participate and contribute to their full potential. Apply today. Website, once again, usps.com slash careers. U.S. Postal Service deliver for the nation. All right, why is it Alston Christmas? Um, oh. Is that is that kind of what we're talking about? Yeah, well, yeah, sure. so you the reason... Funny little thing here. Yeah, the reason that we wanted to put an episode out about the first week, six weeks of college this week was that um, for many colleges, either students are in their first week of classes right now or they're about to move in this coming weekend. And right. especially in the Boston area, the Labor Day weekend is known as yeah. move-in weekend. And it's also known as Alston Christmas because Alston is a neighborhood in Boston where a lot of students live off mm-hmm. campus. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of BC students, lots of BU students especially. And so, and there is this, I, I guess it's weird to people from other parts of the country. Yeah. But there is literally just a changeover on the exact same day that the leases from the summer end on August 31st and the new ones start September 1st and everyone moves on the same so day. So that makes yeah. things really easy. It's yeah. a nightmare. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Oh, if you're driving d- uh, no, through Brookline do or Austin or yeah, any of those places, you've you got to set aside an extra uh, whatever hour because half the time you're going to be stuck behind one of those huge vans that's yes. got that silver aluminum ramp pulled out yep, and people yep. are going up and down. And they've they've they don't they think they haven't blocked the street, but they basically have. They're, and so you they're basically go just in the lane of travel. Yeah. So Austin Christmas is the name for, as Laura was mentioning before, just the fact that people are moving apartments and they just leave. They're jettisoning. They're jettisoning the like anything they don't need. So mm. it's you could conceivably go to Austin on. August 31st and September 1st and just like furnish your whole apartment from yeah. stuff you find on the street. But bring a lot of Febreze. But if bring you like that, yeah. tons of Febreze <laughs> and some Lysol wipes yes. with you. But the thing I think is funny is that so it's one of uh, Alston Christmas has now been immortalized by one local brewery which is mm. Harpoon has a limited edition beer coming out. I think it's out as of yesterday. Mm. That is called <laughs> Alston Christmas. I can almost taste it now. Um, yeah. The logo is 
very clearly a parody of the U-Haul logo, which is hilarious. Very mm. good marketing. It's an IPA, if anyone's into that. So sure. if you're local to the Boston area, um, you could probably pick awesome. that up. So it's available only uh, on a limited time? Yeah. Okay. The other one that's already out there. So the other very common phenomenon. It's a good name for a rock band also, by the way. Austin Christmas. 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 Yeah. It, it, that, yeah, is that is a good, a good band name. name. We got to ask, we gotta ask Tell our my friend. Gra- shout out to my grant. My grant. It's a band yeah. name. Yeah. Um, I, I like their old stuff, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. I knew about Austin Christmas before they yeah, were cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sold out after that. The, <laughs> the other thing that happens, unfortunately, um, this time of year in the Boston area is the phenomenon of people not from the area trying to drive their very tall moving truck on one of the many roads that has low bridges, Storrow Drive, oh, yeah. Memorial Drive, Soldier's Field Road, mm-hmm. or the three common ones. But it happens most on Storo, and yeah. so it is now a like be, getting Storoed <laughs> is that you yeah. you like rammed into the bridge with your moving truck. So Trillium, which is another local brewery, actually has a double IPA called Storoed. Nice is not limited. I don't think. I believe it's available all the time. Yeah. I also had when I moved to Boston. So wait, from, go, getting Storoed means your your your, your, your truck you gets drove your jammed. Truck yeah. gets stuck under stuck the under the bridge. But and is then it at, you, did, does that mean I startled my truck yes. or I got startled? You oh, startled my truck. truck. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and you actually, don't your truck. there's a local uh, news website in Boston called Universal Hub, which. Yeah. Any local person who's on Twitter, you probably follow UHub, and if you don't, you should. Mm. And they typically have like a pool, not really an official one, <laughs> but like the they've got a pool of like, <laughs> when is the first storrowing going to happen? Yeah, because it will For move in time. Yeah. I th- I'm sure it already has this mm. year. And it always happens on a day. Actually, are the Red Sox even in town? We We're can almost that always up. in town during move-in we weekend. It's always like Which when I bananas. worked at Boston University, I worked at Warren Towers for a couple of years, and that's 700 Com Ave, and there's 1,750 students that live in that residence hall. And invariably, we would have move-in on a weekend where there was a home doubleheader with the Yankees. Oh, good Lord. And it was like, ugh. So when I left BU and went to Babson College, and they're like, oh, move-in's coming. And everybody was all freaking out. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I can do this with my eyes shut yeah, like, by you myself. You guys are in Wellesley. You're Relax. in Wellesley. You're like, you know, people <laughs> can actually park their car. <laughs> well, hallelujah for once. The Red Sox are in California. That's great. Friday, that, that's Saturday, actually Sunday. a reprieve. Yeah, yeah. not back in town until Tuesday nice. the 3rd. Yep. That's nice for everyone yeah. who's moving in. Yeah, um, which, by the way, is Andrew Benintendi bobblehead day if you go on the 3rd. Oh, and fun. I know the Red Sox are, I like a good bobblehead. Yeah. So when I moved to Boston, when I moved to Boston in 2005 from uh, Blacksburg, Virginia, where I was working prior Mm -hmm. to coming to Boston, Virginia Tech, uh, at Virginia Tech, um, I avoided a near storrowing because this was in 05, like we had directions probably printed out from MapQuest. (laughs) Like there wasn't a smartphone in the car. There wasn't a Garmin. Like there was none of that. And I was driving the moving truck with my mom riding shotgun. My cousin. Yeah, that's weird. Sorry to take for the parentheses, but there was that weird period before, after the map books, but before the apps on the phone. Yeah. So you had to go to MapQuest and you print it out and it always took like eight pages when it yeah. probably should have taken like two. <laughs> yeah. And it's so you're true. flipping through this silly thing. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Beth. Yeah. So yeah. So we're in the truck. My cousin Ellen is driving my car. We've driven all day. Like we've driven for 12 hours to get here from Virginia and the directions wanted us to go down Memorial Drive. Mm. And we saw in time, we were like, we are going to stop. And we needed the assistance of 
the state police to like get us out. Get off the road. Because we couldn't, we couldn't so you didn't like smash it. Oh but, no, we but saw. There was no way to get, pull. There off. was no way to pull off wow. without help. Which is, I, I feel like I'm admitting something embarrassing, mm. but at least I didn't hit the bridge. No, so that, well, it's, it's not fine. That embarrassing. No. Um, it's been it's been 14 years. I think I can <laughs> let go of the humiliation. But yeah, hold I, on, hold on, but <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> It's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. So people do this many times throughout this weekend. I mean, I don't know how many we'll have this year, but I guess it remains to be seen. It's, yeah. It's yeah. always fun. But, but I love the pictures. You need to oh go on God. to Universal Hub or whatever to look at the pictures because when they, when they collide with the bridge, mm-hmm. it looks like a tin can and they have like yes. pried the top off. Yeah, like a um, sardine can. Yeah. That got, yeah something the, that looks like, you know, you would have seen it in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. I, I, I have this memory of my crazy uncle Mike doing that once, and he used to, he had a tape and CD wholesale business. Uh, uh, shockingly, he doesn't have that business anymore, tapes and CDs. And he, he was, <laughs> but he was on a road. It might have been Sturrow, and his thought was, I'm not sure if I'm going to make this, but somehow his instinct was, I'm going to speed up because that because <laughs> no, that, no. <laughs> that'll help somehow. It'll Speeding be more, up's always a good idea. It's more aerodynamic if yeah, you're going faster, it did right? not, You can just it slide under. <laughs> did not end well. So can I go to the movies now, guys? Let's yeah. do it. All right, we've got a I'm few minutes I'm excited about this. I'm not going to lie. All right, so very simple. Four clips of movies Woo-hoo. that depict college moments, and we're just going to kind of comment on them. The first yeah. one. A uh, small amount of setup here. John Cusack, of course, starring as uh, Gib. And this was his breakout performance. Um, the shirt thing, if you haven't seen the movie, shame oh. on you, not my fault. And this is just a little <laughs> college moment. He, the setup is he's sitting outside his dorm room because his roommate right, is it's... inside the dorm room with the door shut, having a, a moment with uh, his girlfriend. And yeah. uh, this is the way it sounded. Coming. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you getting any? I'm talking to your cordless. What are you doing for oh Christmas break, huh? How young he is. Well, I do. You're coming to California, IA. What don't you know? My roommate's got a convertible. We cruise the Palm Springs. Uh, I got exams after Christmas lights. Gib, we are talking so cal here. It's 80 degrees outside. My roommate's got this beach house in Malibu. Uh, I can't afford the flight, Lance. Listen, Gib. Gib, can you hear that? Yeah, those are waves, Gib. They're calling out to you. They're beckoning. Gib, Gib, come to California. It's too sunny out there, Lance. It's too There's sunny out there. I want you to meet. Forget it, Lance. She's a very, very special person. I can't deal with striking out on both coasts. Oh, you're not going to strike out. She was just released from parochial school. She's in her experimental phase. <laughs> Will you forget it, Lance? She loves sex. What does she look like? Oh, we get the point. It kind of sets up the premise of the movie where so so Gib is um, in some, I think, unnamed New England school. It looks like an Ivy League school. And then Mm -hmm. his buddy there played by a young, much, much more uh, hairstyle. Much more hair. (laughs) What's the word? (laughs) Follically endowed. Exactly. Uh, Anthony Edwards. um, Where you barely even recognize. Yeah, seriously. He's got so much hair. So much hair. Right. (laughs) So he's on the West Coast and he's telling his, his high school buddy, come on out and visit me at this fancy school. And uh, before you guys comment, I just want to point out that I couldn't help but notice that that song playing in the background was, do you know what it was? No. It's actually no. by a Boston band. That was, oh, what that, is it? That was Concealed Weapons by the Jay Gals band. Oh, my nice. God. And it was it was the first album they put <laughs> out after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, 
now you're you're singing um, freeze frame, freeze, freeze frame. frame, which is the, their smash hit album. After that album, they they got rid of Peter Wolf, which was the dumbest thing they ever did. Yes, and that was the uh, post Peter Wolf Jay Giles band. Uh, I'll be back after the break with more stuff you never asked about and don't need to know. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's a silly, it's a little bit of a silly movie. It does hit on some themes of like loneliness at college. I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys think? You know, I think that there's back in the old days, back in the old days where you put something like a sock on the door or that sort of yeah. thing. Now they have text messaging. So it's just letting you know, don't come back. Okay. Hopefully. Um, yeah. I mean, but they yeah. call it sextile. They're sextiled. Yeah. They're being sexiled. Exiled for sex. Oh. Exiled for sex. Okay, yeah. Because thing, your yeah. roommate's having sex. But um, it's, yeah, the listeners, yeah. you couldn't, sorry, the listeners couldn't uh, see, obviously, what, what had happened there. I said he was outside the room. His. Yeah. His his roommate had to hand him, or his roommate's girlfriend had to hand him the phone and carry it out the <laughs> landline. So he's sitting there with the with the cord, with the like cord like sort of uh, forlornly and, talking. And on he's the phone. talking to his friend, but also listening in the background to the sounds of his roommate yes. and the girlfriend. Yes. Right. Clearly, clearly doing enjoying stuff. themselves. That happens. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, it, it, it's not it's not going away. How's that? <laughs> that happens still to this day. Um, and I think that there's that forlornness and that idea. I, I am going to also be a little bit of a wah wah right now. Is that that idea of I don't have the money, I can't go? Yeah. Um, that's real. Like that's sure. definitely real. And when you have kids who go off to school and they are working three jobs to keep themselves even in school, that idea of enjoyment doesn't always come through um but i love the fact that first of all that there was a cord on the phone so yeah. everyone should see that um and but that that reality of being you know set outside of your room and sleeping in the lounge is is a reality that that still happens yeah. um and that's where some real roommate conflicts arise and that's where real issues happen I don't know which ones I feel worse for are the ones that actually end up getting stuck out into a lounge or ones who actually end up sleeping in the room while the activity is happening oh across yep. the room. Yep. That also happens. Awkward. Yeah. I think I think this clip is also um, showing a real thing that still happens, which is, you know, he's on the phone with his buddy from high school. Right. And of course, the listeners couldn't see. But Anthony Edwards, this character is, is living at, life. He is at like the quintessential 80s pool party. Right. Like it is beautifully sunny. There are women with big hair and really... Um, um, high cut high leg, cut, high cut swimsuits yeah. playing water volleyball right. while poor John Cusack is like stuck in a hallway, bundled up because he's in New England. Yeah. And he's, you know, broke mm-hmm. and has exams. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that no matter what the circumstance, especially in the beginning, there might be a desire from, you know, any student to stay connected with high school friends and kind of a FOMO moment. Like, what yeah. am I missing out on? Especially if you have a student who, like, a lot of kids in their high school went to college local or to the same school yeah. mm-hmm. and they broke out and went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you parents out there, if your kid calls you and is like, I don't know, maybe I should transfer home to like yeah. to UMass because everyone's there and they're all having fun together. It's a great time to remind them like you're going to make friends and there's cool stuff about where you are mm-hmm. that you should be looking at great and point. thinking about yep, and it's normal like you said earlier in the in the show <clears throat> Laura, you, it's normal to be homesick at some point i'm gonna yep. tell myself i mean i was a kid who went to summer camp for years and years i i, I didn't even give a second thought about um, what i was missing at home or whether i should be sad and yet i got to college and there was just this moment where i'm like you know shoot uh i'm scared and here's poor 
Gib, I mean, not only is he talking to his friend in California, but he, he wants to meet a girl. His roommate has clearly met one. He hasn't. And he can't even go into his own dorm room. <laughs> and it's cold in New England. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's move on to the next one. Do you guys have like five more minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Or oh, absolutely. All, right, have all the time know. in the world. All right. This is another. Oh, it's my favorite movie. Another... Is this just like Anthony Edwards movie <laughs> hour? It is because we're going to look at Anthony Edwards. That's a Edwards. whole other podcast. We Coast... need to have an Anthony Edwards podcast. I know. Because... This, is, this is forever a Stan. Uh, an Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Edwards Stan, Stan podcast. podcast. Yes. <laughs> Let's have him as a guest on the show because oh we're going to recall so his equally memorable performance, much different performance in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Gilbert! Oh, Come God. on, rise and shine. Oh. Dad's waiting outside in the car. It's all packed. Hi, Flo. Hi. It's a beautiful <laughs> day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great year. This is his buddy's mom. <laughs> yeah. We're allowed to have girls in our dorm room? Not girls, Gil. Women. We're college men now. Isn't college great? It's going to be a great year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take down the audio there. Um <laughs> And just, I mean, hilariously funny movie. And yet there are, and not, yeah, now we're looking at um, the meeting Booger, you know, played by Curtis Armstrong, who's like the the nerd slash slob. And, you know, the movie is is a caricature of geeks and nerds and whatnot. But there's that, there's that first scene where they move in and they're carrying their trunk and people are screaming and calling themselves nerds and they're trying to enjoy like hey we get to put a fridge in our room we get to have snacks over there yeah. and it just reminded me of the the move in we well well the move in so two things that always remind me of stuff out of that first few scenes of that movie is what people bring to college is way more than you ever like y- you would think that your child is never going to eat again or drink water again. The amount of food and water people bring yeah, in. They weird, empty right? out Costco, BJ's, Sam's Club, and just bring in vats and vats and vats of stuff. Um, it makes me laugh. And uh, you bring way too much food. You bring yeah, well, way yeah, too much food. Yeah, because they don't have supermarkets yeah, and, and commissaries and, and other well, things. School, they have or? other things there. Yeah. But the, the other thing that makes me laugh about Revenge of the Nerds is, the. do you remember what happens? They all end up in the gym. Right. Yeah, because they get kicked out because the jocks just. We won't the, go into the whole thing. Right. But, right the, the jocks just destroy destroy their fraternity house, yeah. and they need a place to sleep. So where do the nerds get to sleep? They all get shoved into the gym. Wait, no, sorry. Let's get it right. Let's okay. Get, let's let's be let's be <laughs> revenge of the nerds historians because I I screwed it up. What happens, of course, is the jocks are throwing this huge, huge party, party. Yeah. and they're playing around with fire, doing this fireball <laughs> trick, and the and all of a sudden they mistakenly burn accidentally burn down their own fraternity house yeah. which of course was accompanied by the musical score of oh now you're killing me it's that the, i don't know if you had to do a, a song uh, you have to pick burning a song. down the house thank yes, you okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. by the talking heads by the talking heads one of the greatest uses of uh, <laughs> and anyway so there's they, nothing metaphorical about that <laughs> right <laughs> it's I know. right like so the the of course this Here's is a hammer this is the part of the movie that isn't particularly realistic but of course what happens next is the football coach played by john goodman tells the jocks Go and invade the freshman dorm and throw you them all out. You say that that's not okay. real. However, <laughs> I will say this. There are some places where priorities, let's just say this, priorities are out of whack. And who ends right. up getting into a space versus another person who gets into a space is not exactly random. Okay. So, so what you're saying is the people that get the shaft are... Nerds. nerds yes <laughs> and that's okay because nerds are sexy <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, the nerds, good point. The nerds just hit their stride later in life. They do. That's, that's the thing. That's what we learn at the end of the movie. That's right. Yep. Oh, more, my God. No, this is a great There are a lot movie. more of us than there are of you beautiful people. All right. Now we move. This is a real left turn, but just kind of a random funny moment from the movie, which is actually maybe a little too serious for its own britches, but it was called Higher Learning. But it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It is. And, I love this movie. And so Omar Epps. Um, a is, young Omar a Young Omar Epps. Epps is sitting there in school, and the uh, my son is sounding me. Yes, Adrian, we're almost done. Okay. Just a few a few more minutes, okay, buddy? 11.15, we'll be done, okay? I was kidding, Adrian. I was kidding. <laughs> I love him, but I'm going to kill him. No. No. Uh, no, I just love him. And uh, you're going to hear the professor uh, played by Lawrence Fisburne in there yeah. in class, and it's a little bit of a boring class, and here you go. Hence the creation that is America. Therefore, the basic premise of democratic theory is that each and every citizen living within that society is entitled we have a student snoring to and, what and he hmm? is holding a paper bag which is about to blow up here we go we are entitled go. to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness <laughs> and the kid wakes up. What you people have to realize is that despite having these rights, hmm. very few people exercise them. And it is that type of apathy that corrodes our country from within. Wow, that was played pretty well. Yes. <laughs> He's staring right down at the kid he just woke up with the uh, I love it. by smashing the paper bag. So yeah. there's a moment in school, kid sleeping. I don't know. I mean, you, kids you like... sleeping in class, yes. Yes. Yeah. Of course that happens. <laughs> right. Happened to me. <laughs> is it better to, this is a terrible question, is it better to blow off a class or go to the class and fall asleep in the class? Blow it off. <laughs> Probably blow it off. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I think, I think about yeah. it. <laughs> blow yeah. it off. Blow it off. I think yeah. that it is, it's also like the nuance here is it's going to depend a little bit on the setting. If it's, if it's an enormous lecture yeah. hall, right? And you're in the back and you fall asleep and you're not disturbing anyone. The instructor might not even notice. Right, yeah. If you fall asleep in the front row of your 20-person seminar, yeah. they're going to notice and they're yeah. going to be offended. Right. Because I would always yeah. fall asleep. I took an um, art history class. And as Say soon no as the lights went <laughs> off, mm. it was as if someone had like taken a tranquilizer dart and throw it into the back of my neck like i was just out cold as soon as the lights went off and then the lights would come back on and the drool would be like all (laughs) over my arm and all like it would just be awful but i but i will say this is that there they will call you out and oh yeah oh it could be bad and it could be bad and um if you get called out for falling asleep in class that's not on the professor that's on you that's and, right, and and students who call say, "Well, they weren't they weren't exciting enough." Like this no. is not this is not a Fast or Furious movie. This is right. you know a class on on Western civilization. Okay, suck it up. Yeah, not yeah. to mention like if you if you can't stay awake during the day yes. in a classroom, you're not getting enough sleep. Right. Like, and so you yeah. should go back and listen to our podcast from the first six on <laughs> about sleep, sleep and wellness. And wellness. An entire episode. Exactly. Yes. We Great. did a whole episode on sleep hygiene. We did. <laughs> and it was great. Because it's that important. You just oh, plug your That's right. And you must be punished. Okay. So, um, got time for one, one more. more. This will be the, I love this, this movie. This will be the Yay. most You would think I love all, every movie. I get Yeah. So, uh, 
Here we. No, I, it needs no so setup. These are memorable roommates, Sully and Mike, <laughs> and it's Monsters University. Yay! <laughs> we got bunk beds going on. I know you're a princess, and I'm just a stable boy. <laughs> Mom, what are you doing? You grubby paw was in my bed. Were you kissing my hand? <laughs> no. And what about you with all your shedding? I don't shed. Really. Uh, excuse me. I just want to get my stuff. First morning in the house. That's going in the album. <laughs> so their their buddies were waiting for them as they awkwardly plunged out into the dorm room hall when they took a Polaroid. When, when that movie came out, I actually said to people, I said, this is probably, the, the, the I don't know if you remember when the movie came out, they, their website was almost perfectly modeled after a university yeah. website. It yeah. was so good. Including everything right down to your what the cost of going to the institution would be. They actually had a financial aid calculator oh on that website. So big props to Disney for that. That There is so much real in that one really? little scene. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just... This happens so much where the, the personal hygiene of the roommate <laughs> becomes... A major league issue. Um, it's it's not even funny. Um, it, it's not funny at all because, no. uh, as Beth and I know, <laughs> probably the most awkward conversation a university administrator can have when it's time for a roommate conflict mm-hmm. uh, mediation is around hygiene, because that's not a conversation that's easy to have. Oh, and it's horrible. And and you say, okay, can we talk for a hot second about washing yourself? You know. Yeah, and it, and yeah. it can be. It can be so many things. It can be yeah. cultural differences. It can be mental health stuff. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It can just be people have different levels of what is acceptable hygiene and what's not. Yeah. Different, as I one of my favorite phrases, people have a different sense of urgency <laughs> around <laughs> cleanliness. My um, other favorite thing yeah. about that scene is the guy in the hallway with the camera. Mm. Because there's always that guy. Yeah. There's yeah. always that, like, I call them looky-loos. There are these looky-loos in your community who are like, hey, everybody, are we all going to get together? We're going to take a picture before we all go to our first dinner together. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> and you're like, I really want to just poke myself in the eye. <laughs> yeah, and, and I know we're up against the clock here, but let me ask one sort of serious question, and, th- and that is that do, do you, should you worry about being at a party, uh, fraternity party, any party at college, mm-hmm. and you've got the red solo cup, and you're having a great time, as you should, God bless you, and people are taking pictures, and because yeah. I, you know, I've heard future employers will find those pictures of you, um, you know, swilling down something from a red solo cup. I think. I mean, yes, but like, yeah. yes, worry, like, but worry to the degree of like, be aware of it. Mm. Yep. Be aware if people are taking your picture at parties. Be aware of whether they've been posted um, yep. as much as you can. Um, I know that's going to be tricky. Sometimes people. I mean, I'm sure there are pictures floating around the internet of all of us that we don't know about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is sort of, which is quite Especially scary to think nowadays. about. Yeah. But, um, you know, if it's your friend, have a conversation with them, but like, Hey, can I see that before you post it? Yeah. Or yeah. I'm okay with you posting it. Can you make sure it's private or don't tag me or mm-hmm. whatever? But also like, I think that there is going to be, and probably already is a bit of a shift. I think that it's going to depend on the profession and on the employer. Um, how much, the fact that you partied in college is going to be a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. And I think there are also, um, there's like 
gradations here. Yeah, right? as as that yeah, ocean yeah. of photos continues to to grow, yeah. it's gonna be to the point. Good luck finding somebody who hasn't, you know, been at a party and is drinking right. and look having a good time. And and yeah, let's 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 not um, be so judgy, employers. And also, you don't want to live your college life worrying constantly right. about something like well, that. Well, and I think it's also going back and having a moment and saying, if, is every photo of me with a drink in my hand? Good point, yeah. Or... Two drinks. Or two drinks. <laughs> or are there, and a, and are a there one or two? You know, I mean, like, there's, yeah. a, there's a point where it's excessive versus... Or habitual versus, you know, every so often we're, cheer, we're, we're raising a glass to celebrate. That is okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, one of the biggest problems we have is that people are so literal about their um, online presence Yet life is lived through a filter. And so it's literal, but it's not because you've now managed yourself into a point of I am putting myself out there and totally manipulating what the world sees. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in general, isn't college a good time to maybe, I know they don't, but maybe give this, maybe give the social media stuff and the the phones a rest because you're among potentially thousands of interesting people that you can do stuff with. Yep. Put put the phone down and yep. see the world around you is not a bad thing. Well, that's a good note to end on, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Um, also, we have to go. Yes. Thank you, Beth Graham Picho and Laura DeVoe, <laughs> two of my dearest friends Thank in the whole you, world. Dave. You guys are awesome. Make sure you listen to the podcast. Twin XL is what it's called. Yep, there's another bell. Um, <laughs> find it on pod617.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we got new episodes coming out. Uh, it'll be like every other Wednesday is when they're going to hit. But uh, check the website. And make sure you subscribe so you get notified. Subscribe anyway you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. Cool. Thanks to our friends at uh, Adori who support and host, literally host this podcast, A-D-O-R-I. Download the app. Go to the App Store. Get the Adori uh, podcast player. It's really cool. There are cool bell- bells and whistles on there. You will enjoy. And thanks to our sponsor, U.S. Postal Service, usps.com slash careers is where you find out about jobs at the Postal Service. Any final thoughts, guys? Welcome back to school, students. Back to school. Make Welcome friends. Back. Make friends. <laughs> and pull your truck over to the side God, so I right. get around for crying out loud. <laughs> On behalf of Beth and Laura and Sophia and Adrian, who's te- my son who's telling me it's time to go. My it's name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy your day, everybody. I, I mean, want to try- see her ankles and shackles. <laughs>